Howdy and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Faithful Thoughts, where I hope to offer encouraging thoughts as we travel this broken road together. Togetherness, the idea of being together with other believers is really what I want to talk about today. I'm sure that everybody has heard the adage, it takes a village to raise a child. And that's very true. I'll tell you from probably from my childhood, uh, I was probably hard to manage from time to time. My mom always appreciated the idea of having people to help back her up as she tried to raise my brother and I by herself. You know, growing up, my mom was a member of what I'd like to call and lovingly dubbed the mom mafia in church. Growing up, like most teens do, I was too cool to sit with my mom, too cool to sit with my family, so I would sit with my friends. However, that didn't mean I could just mess around or act up during church because there was always a mom watching. There was always a member of that that mom mafia out there watching us misbehaving. So if I misbehaved, there was always somebody, another mom who was willing to give me a thump in the ear and let me know, hey, you need to straighten yourself out. So my mom wasn't afraid to know that no matter where I sat in the church with my friends, uh, there was no getting away from the punishment of misbehaving in church. But all jokes aside, as a single mom, I'm sure she was helped, blessed to have somebody, another mom there willing to take care of me. And the same idea of taking a village applies to our spiritual lives. You know, we've heard the verse, iron sharpens iron. Um, and it's a, the, that same idea is it's just a lot easier to walk the world as a Christian if we're willing to commune with other believers, if we're willing to be a community with other believers. And this is something I've struggled with myself. Uh, we had such a great church in Virginia, in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, my wife and I spent 14 years when we were stationed in Virginia serving with this one church family. And we just came to grow with them and love them so much that we were able to work, serve, and love this family like they were immediate uh, family members. So when the Navy moved us to Jacksonville, it was really hard to find a place that was at the same level of loving God as a family and that intimate relationship that we had with the church that we left in Virginia. We tried to find a home, but as we visited other churches and even serving with another church, we just didn't have the same feeling as we did with our former church family. Although we found a place where we can serve and love like we did when we with the church family that we had in, in, in Virginia, it was still hard to be close to God while we couldn't find that close relationship with fellow believers. And I think that's something that Christians, we, we tend to take as uh, for granted. I mean, um, looking at uh, the pandemic and, and, and the struggles that we had to just be able to meet and worship in a family environment, in a group environment, I, th- I think we kind of took that for granted before that happened. And, and now we just kind of have to cherish those moments. And that's something I want to look at today as we uh, start to turn into Scripture. You know, I am a, I love the letters Paul wrote to the different churches, uh, one in particular, the church in Rome. Paul establishes several things, but the most important thing in, in Romans is that no matter who we are, we're all guilty of sin, and there's only one cure, and that, that, that's faith in Christ alone. And Paul doesn't specify 
restrictions to that. It doesn't matter what your skin color is. It doesn't matter what you have in your bank account or the car you drive or the good work that you might do. It doesn't matter what church you go to or how you serve the church. All that matters is salvation is found through Christ alone. And also, Paul, as as reminds us in, in Romans chapter 12, that we are all members of one body. Uh, I, I want to start in Romans chapter 12, verse 3. And we're going to read through verse 8. For by grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. What's Paul telling us in this passage? You know, first, Paul doubles down on the idea that we're all equal. There's not one above another. I think that's a key aspect in being a member of the body of Christ. I don't think we can be a healthy body if one member or a group of members of thinks of themselves as better than another. I'm sure that some of us have experienced that while visiting churches or, or as members of churches. Um, how can we bring others to Christ if we think of ourselves as better than another? Secondly, we all have parts to play. You know, growing up in the congregation, there was, all, there was a man that always stood at the door welcoming everybody who came in. And he was a pretty imposing figure. He was a large fella, well, stood well over six feet. Um, if you didn't know him, you might be a little intimidated. But he loved to greet you as you came in the door. He loved to show God's love to anybody who walked in. Didn't matter who you were, what color you were, uh, what your backgrounds were. He wanted to welcome you as a faithful man in Christ. And that was his role. He filled that role. He encouraged the, the congregation and those who came through that door. And he showed what Christ's love was supposed to be. And like him, we all have those roles to play. It doesn't matter what role we fill. No role is more important than the other. We are all members of the body of Christ. And we all have a role to play in our walk together as believers. We all have gifts from God that are meant to benefit the body. Third is kind of a warning that if we don't share our gifts, we don't help fill a need for another. Although Paul doesn't really verbalize this as a warning, he does let us know that in verse 4 that we're all part of one body and we all benefit the body of Christ like an arm benefits our own body. 
So if we don't find a church family that we can grow together in Christ, we're not only, not only are we going to not share our own God-given gifts with another, but we're not going to get the benefits of receiving a gift that another person's been blessed with. When I was deployed in, in 2013, I struggled with my faith deeply, mostly because I missed the connection of being and serving with the church family. They were such a benefit in keeping my faith and being away really hurt me and, and affected my faith deeply. You see, we are built to commune with others. If God wanted us to be alone in Genesis, we wouldn't have seen God create a woman. You know, God intended us to share in our faith walk with others. So what now? Now, I want to be clear, the church that we served with when we first arrived here in Jacksonville is such a loving family. We just struggled to connect in the same level that we did in Virginia. And I think we expected more than we got it is hard to leave a family that you served with for 14 years and expect the same kind of reception in another church. It just is what it is. And as we start to see how this passage applies to us, we have to say that Paul wants us to plug in. Paul is encouraging us to plug in and find a, a church body that we can serve with. You know, if we're a member of a body like an arm is for us, then we need to find a place that we can serve. Maybe your gift is to encourage others. Then you should share that gift. Maybe you're maybe you love to greet others like the uh, story I told earlier. Then find a church that you can serve and, and show the love of Christ as people walk into the building. All church bodies need teachers, leaders, servants. You never know the impact that you're going to have on the body and other people who walk in as non-believers. If you don't find a church to share the God-given gift that you've received. There's a song I want to play now from Stephen Curtis Chapman called Together. This song really shares the story of the human experience and the idea of sharing it together with another. Together 
climbed up mountains higher than we're ever in our hopes and plans. We've held on to each other's hand, watch miracles unfold together. And we've crawled on our hands and knees through valleys cold and dark and deep. Sometimes not even sure if we could make it out alive together. And if it wasn't for God's mercy and His grace, there's no way we would be standing in this place. But because He has been faithful, Every step along the way Here we are Together Together Because he has been faithful every step along the way. know there's some people out there that are saying I can't do this I don't have a gift but I want to encourage you to find a church family a family of believers that that you can find that gift that God's given you because God's given us talents and I want to encourage you to find that so you can share those gifts I want you to feel the love of Christ from experiencing life in the body of Christ I want you to know what grace is by gathering with others who fall short of God's grace and know that Jesus is the truth, the life, and the way. I want you to feel the goodness of sharing your gift with others in the faith. It's only through unity that we can be the light on a hill that can't be hidden. It is only as a unified body that others will learn and love the goodness of God through the mercy provided by the blood of Christ. So my prayer today is that if you're seeking a place to be, a place to connect, a place to grow in the faith, that you might do that, that you might have the drive, that you'll find that encouraging place to serve. Dear God, you are the mighty God, the Alpha and the Omega. You are the creator of all, thing, all the glory that we see around us all day. Lord, I pray that those who have not experienced the love of being a part of the body of Christ find a church family that will provide them the connection you meant for us to have. 
I pray that those who are feeling alone will find a place that will help them grow closer to you. I know, Lord, you wanted us to have a place where we can share our gifts that you blessed us with. Lord, for the churches that are struggling with division, I pray that they might come to understand that there's nothing that should divide us from loving one another because you created us all the same. I pray that we will fight the ways that the world tries to divide us from one another and from the body of Christ. God, for those who are fighting with illness, addiction, or just poor in spirit, will find a loving church who can minister to their needs and help them grow to know the goodness you gave your children. Father, thank you for the freedom we have in Jesus. Thank you for giving us a way that we can come to know you, knowing that without the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, there was no way we would be worthy to come to you in prayer. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to thank you all again for joining me today. Uh, it's been my pleasure to share some encouragement through Scripture. I hope that you know you're not alone, that there are others who believe in God and, and want to share their gifts and come to love one another together. The music I shared today is from For King and Country, Stephen Curtis Chapman, and I'm going to close with a song that I really, really love, and it kind of speaks to the idea of, of God's love for us. And it's from Maverick City Music, and it features Kirk Franklin. All the music that you've heard in this episode is available anywhere music can be purchased and download or downloaded. I want to invite those of you who are around, live in or around the area of Jacksonville, Florida, to come and check out the San Jose Church of Christ. We meet on Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. for Bible class, and on Sunday morning at 9.30 for Bible classes, followed by worship at 10.30. If you're if you are in the area, or even if you're not in the area, I want to encourage you to check out the church website at www.sjcc.us. Once again, that's www.sjcc.us. Or you can download the San Jose Church of Christ app on Google and Apple app stores. Either tool is going to help you hear more about us as a church. And uh, we also you can also listen to sermons that we've uploaded. And there's also a place for worship music that you can listen to and might be encouraged by. Finally, if you've liked this podcast, please feel free to subscribe to it. Uh, that way you'll receive notification when a new episode is available. As always, may God bless you and help you be a blessing to others that you encounter every day. This has been another episode of Faithful Thoughts, and I'm Tim McGuire. Goodbye.
don't wanna love nobody.